This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, when COVID happened, we realized who the most important folks in our community were. They started calling them essential workers. Uh, they were critical to the survival of our economy. And these were uh, also called frontline workers. And we started applauding them for the very first time. These were people that a lot of us looked down on. The folks who were working the front counter at the family dollar, working the register, nurses, doctors, these were the, the people who, who got our trash, postal workers. These, these were the people in the nursing homes. We started applauding them. But none of them, especially for someone like me who has three small children, none of them were as important as child care providers. The nurses can't get to work if the child care providers don't make sure that their kiddos have somewhere safe to, to stay while they work. Um, the, the, the doctors can't get to where they need to go. The clinicians, the lab techs. During COVID, for me, the most critical workers were those child care providers. And they kept going, risking their own lives to make sure that the children in our community whose parents still had to go to work or cared for and was safe. And, and so I, I just marvel at that. I, I marvel at the fact that, that these men and women um, who had, um, you know, child care centers at their homes, uh, opened their homes up. And, and these are solopreneurs. A lot of them work there on their own and they have a certain number of children. And they didn't let that number go down during COVID. They didn't turn kids away. Critical workers, frontline workers, essential workers. We were tipping our hat to them then. But as, you know, things started opening up, we started forgetting how critical these folks were to making sure that our economy was still up and running, to making sure that the folks who had to go to work, who couldn't take off, who couldn't stay in the house, had somewhere for their kiddos to go while these nurses and doctors worked 12, 24, sometimes 48-hour shifts. And so when I found out about an event 
uh, coming up on October uh, 21st at Park Event Center in Wake Park, Minnesota, that celebrates and helps and nurtures child care providers. Oh, honey, I had to, I, I, I said, you know what, we're we going to talk about this. So I did some digging, and I found out who is in charge of it, and I am so uh, glad to welcome Lisa Thompson, uh, the Ombudsman for Family Care with the University, I'm sorry, with uh, Minnesota, uh, the, the state of Minnesota. She is joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Thank you so much, Lisa, for being here on the Shaletta Show. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about family child care with you. Now, you have to tell me, how did this event all come about? Because you are at the Office of Unbudsman for Family Child Care Providers with the state of Minnesota. Um, and, and this event is coming up um, next week and, and in Wake Park. And it is, a you know, kind of a, 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 a couple of days of, of self-care for child care providers. It's, 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 it's a two-day conference. That's right. That's right. One of the uh, most common things I heard in groups of providers after those long years of isolation with COVID is how much they miss being around other people who share the same work that they do. You know, family child care is already a pretty isolating profession. These are folks who, generally speaking, work in their home and they're alone all day with children and no coworkers to bounce ideas off of, you know, no one to do the shopping and they, you know, bring the food. They got to do that on their personal time. It, it, they really, what was really missing for folks was that connection with other people. You know, we caregivers are really, uh, you know, people focused and having that isolation just compounded by COVID really sorely left a void for uh, child care providers. And people were starving to get back in person, see each other in 3D and be able to have those kind of conversations to celebrate the work we do, you know, share the challenges that we face and, um, you know, learn together. You can take an online online class and keep your hours up for requirements, but you don't get that that uh, you know education or professional development depth that you get in person sharing conversations and discussions with other people. Yeah, and, that's and, what we're looking for. and I am so glad that you all are doing this because you know who's going to take care of the caregivers. You know, how do the caregivers take care of themselves? Talk to me about what's going to be happening uh, over these next, uh, over those two days uh, for the, this event for uh, child care providers. Well, it is uh, the 20th and 21st in the middle of the state because we have over 6,000 child care providers across the state of Minnesota. Um, we have uh, hours, up to 17 hours of professional development training. We have some just outstanding keynote speakers and trainers. Of course, we have you coming to bring, uh, you know, some self-care for the caregivers and uh, share some laughter, encourage people to laugh with each other, 
and uh, share that kind of community and connection. But we also have, in addition to the training, we have great food because these are folks who cook all day long and they're cooking for kids. And it's such a treat to finally have someone else cooking and, and cleaning up after you and having a great meal together. Um, but we're also going to have um, uh, uh, some pampering activities, you know, get some henna designs on your hands and, you know, polish some nails, um, you know, get some get some hairdo refresh. So just really taking care of the caregivers. And I appreciate that because, you know, uh, these child care providers, they um, are educating our kids. They're loving them. They're they're making sure they have a safe space. And then, you know, the parents come and we pick our kids up and we say, all right, girl, see you tomorrow. And and they still got their own families. They still got their own kids to take care of and cook for. And, you know, uh, oftentimes we do forget that. And so I'm glad that somebody is pouring into them and giving them an opportunity to know that they are valued and they are appreciated and what they do matters. Absolutely. You know, this office, the Ombuds Office for Family Child Care Providers was just created last year. And this, one of the, the, the things that is important to me in this role is bringing that appreciation and recognition for the hard work that these folks are doing, helping to raise Minnesota's children with parents and supporting parents in their role. Um, you know, up until now, usually the conferences uh, that did happen were, you know, organized by other family child care providers. So these are the folks who then they're giving appreciation to other uh, their their um, uh, other folks who do the same work, but mm-hmm. yet they're adding to their heavy load that they're already doing. So this position, this office has given me the platform to be able to take that burden off of them and still be able to give them that recognition and uh, appreciation that they so deserve. As a family child care provider for 25 years, I know what it's like to, you know, know that there's a need and yet there's just, it's just us to fill that need. Well, I think that, you know, the one thing that I appreciate is that you have done the work. You know, a lot of times people put these things on and, and they haven't done the work. They haven't been on the on the front line. They haven't been in the trenches. But you've got over two decades of experience doing this work. Uh, when you put this conference together, the Shaping the Future, uh, it's a fully in-person training conference, especially for family child care providers, October 20th and 21st. Um, and it is in Waite Park. Uh, it's it's going to be an, an amazing time for child care providers. They're going to be able to connect with other providers, address the needs uh, for accessibility and high quality professional development, you know, celebrate the hard work uh, of those providers, but also, you know, g- give them an opportunity to offer input on issues facing this profession because it is a profession. It, it is you know, you are offering that professional development. So talk talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, the, you know, I think the 20, 30, 40 years ago, even today, some people still have the attitude that, or the, the idea that someone taking care of children in their home is, you know, sitting back 
plopping them in front of the TV and eating bonbons all day. And this is a an industry, a, a work sector of uh, men and women who are devoted to the education of our youngest children. And this is where the majority of their brain development happens. This is where their lifetime of learning, the foundation of that is developed. And when we talk about, oh, a college education costs, uh, doesn't cost as much as childcare. Well, I think that's where we should be putting that much money in. This is going to affect how they learn in college, making sure that they have the best start. And that doesn't just come out of instinct. You know, caring for children, of course, not everyone has the the skill set for that. Mm-hmm. So the instinct, but it's a lot about educating and learning and continuing to learn about how the new research shows uh, how important relationships are uh, to brain development, for example. Now, there are some folks who are listening and they want to get more information. This office that you're in is newly created, and I need as many people who um, have an interest in this who are connected to children in early education and early intervention. Uh, You know, I've got three kids with autism, and the one thing they keep talking about is early intervention is the key. Early intervention Mm -hmm. is the key, and that starts with our child care providers. And and so Mm -hmm. for people hearing about your office for the first time, uh, let us know how we can connect with you, Ms. Lisa. Well, they can call me directly, my uh, lisa.thompson at state dot mn dot us or giving me a call at 612-322-2241 and i connect if people are interested in starting their own child care program i can connect them with all the incredible resources that are available in minnesota uh if they're already a license holder for child care uh i can connect them with uh resources for people currently licensed and help them out with uh whatever their issues may be well i thank you for helping us out providing us with this information and then allowing me to be a part of this event i feel so honored that i'll get a chance uh, to come and spread some laughter and love and light uh, with these child care providers as they, you know, go through these professional development courses and connect with one another to go back into their homes to just be a blessing to so many children. Oh, we're so excited to have you, and I'm really looking forward to sharing some more laughter with you. All right. We will see you soon in, in just a, a, a little over a week. So I appreciate you being on the show. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. All right. And you all stick around. The Halloween candy, they're trying to make it healthy. Really? Come on. Let's go. We're going to talk about this next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.